So what do you want to talk about? We live. What's going on? Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are live. We're going to wait a few minutes for people to get in the building, and um, we're going to talk about current event Monday. What's what up, people? About that? This is Marcy Lee. I think it's, hey, it's fun. Something to do. All Something right. to talk about. That's what's up. So what, we waiting a few minutes? Yeah, we're going to wait for a few minutes. And also, family. Hit us up. We have the phone lines. So we actually can take your call. So you can call us at 720-835-5749. And the PIN number is 9930. All right, we got a few people that are joining us. So I guess we're going to wait a few more moments just to let people come in. Yeah, yeah, we're going to wait a few more moments, let people come in, and um, we're going to get right to it. Um, go ahead and drop some suggestions as far as things you would like to hear us discuss. Uh, there's a lot of events and uh, new things that's happened in the news recently. A lot of people still talking about Jesse. Oh, uh, yeah. And R. Kelly. Yep. Obama. The Oscars. Tigger. Ja Rule. <laughs> a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. A lot going on. A lot going on. So, I don't know. What do you think is something that happened over the weekend that we definitely need to talk about? Um... You know, we deal with a lot that's going on in black America, but sometimes we got to show the opposite of what's going on right? with, with white folks okay. that really doesn't get put on blast as if it was a black celebrity. You talking about the cotton picking situation? No, 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 no. I'm talking about um, Robert Kraft. Okay. The football owner of the uh, what is it, the Patriots? Okay, he was just arrested for yeah. prostitution. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wonder if he's gonna lose his team. Come on now, why would he lose his team? I don't know. Usually, when uh, because it's a bad players uh, get arrested or uh, get caught doing behavior that's unbecoming of an NFL player, you know, they cut from the team and. You know. So he's reached the pinnacle. So then you think they're going to strip him of that? He, he's, he's the leader. He's the top dog. So don't he call the shots? Or are mm. you talking about the other teams saying, hey, we don't want you in this organization? Well, that, that, that's one thing that can happen. And see, a lot of times with these um, teams and owners, he's probably one of the owners. He's not the sole owner. So you have other individuals, you have board members, you know, this is a company. You got other people that you got to answer to. And if they don't want him a part of the organization, then, you know. So let me ask you is why we, why we want to talk about him? No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that we need to talk about him, but that's something that we need to highlight. Right. Okay. Um, well, I don't know why we need to highlight it because I don't give one crap about him. <laughs> But you can say why you care, like, because no, 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 I, I don't no, care no. about them. But because a lot of times um, what 
tend to be the narrative is that when whenever we mess up, it's put on black. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, I, I just think people need to know that um, you know, it ain't us out here that's always committing the crime. So we got a few people in here. You want to read uh, who's in the room? Uh, of course, we got Yusuf. Uh, he's joined. We got Myra and Daniel, a few other people. So, yeah. And we want to let y'all know if you want to call in, you got something on your mind, something that you need to get off your chest, you can call us at 720-835-5749. And you will need a PIN code to join us in the conversation, and that uh, pin is 99301. So um, if you have anything you want to talk about, go ahead, hit us up, and we'll be sure to get you on the broadcast. Um, but so let's move on because, you know, you talked about the Patriots owner, and you had something else that you wanted to talk about. So go ahead. Oh, in Black America, what's going on right now is um, – as we wind down the days of Black History Month, we have to be mindful, man, that um, I don't know, I'm speaking in my time that I know of and that I can recall that this has been a month when we talk about Black history like no other. It's been crazy. Absolutely. It seems like it's been a targeted effort to actually bring down black history from the blackface to art kelly to jesse like it's just everything yeah, that's been happening it's just you know and i and i you know none of this anything that is positive is unusual but being that it's happening so rapidly and in this month alone is really is telling. that on is that by design Oh, absolutely. Whenever you have three of the biggest uh, European designers all release black faces within uh, a month's time, then um, you know that this is a, a well-orchestrated plan to... Um, so is that social engineering doing its job? Oh, it's doing, it's doing more than its job. It's being very effective because um, we're sitting here, we're talking about it. But on, on another thing, on another hand is um, many of us know that situations like this exist, but it's showing the world and those that was previously <laughs> unaware what is actually going on. Um, What's the down you're talking about? reactionaries versus yeah i agree with her because that's what i feel like everybody's having knee-jerk reactions to everything like you know when jesse first came out everybody's like oh jesse what happened i feel so bad for you then it's just like a little bit of um people not sure if he's telling the truth oh jesse you suck like uh you know like you're the gay tupac really like yeah. everybody's just so quick to jump on anything like they want to be the first ones to break the news the first one to comment on it so i'm with adanya like everything is just like what are we doing are we reacting or are we going to try more so to be revolutionary in how we handle things so thank you for the comment um, so what was, what was we just talking about before that? Um, you were saying something. You said a lot of things. Hold on one minute. I just want to um, make sure. 
All right, I want to ask y'all, is uh, the video lagging, and uh, can y'all hear our audio good? If everything is good, press 1. If there's a lag, you can uh, actually press 2. Now, I, I want to say something. Oh, okay. Wait, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I want to say something about said. the um, Jesse Smollett situation. You're right. When it first happened, people was in an uproar, and now it's like, you know, people don't know what to believe and if they should even believe. That's him. why we shouldn't react so quick. Absolutely. Like, that's why I held well, off. I haven't commented on Jesse at all until last night. But. Okay. Um, I, but this is what I want people to know, right? Whether he's guilty or not, one thing that we always have to do is, as you say, is not be quick to judge. That's number one. And number two is don't be so quick to call for the head of someone. You know what I mean? Especially when he looks like you. Because, and I posted this on Facebook, um, in Brazil, when they had the Olympics, they had the, um, the Olympic uh, gold medalist, and uh, he was in Brazil, and he fabricated that he had got robbed, when he actually didn't get robbed. And um, they suspended him. Um, he was charged criminally with a criminal offense, and they threw the charges out. And um, July of 2019, he'd be able to participate again. So see how the open enemy handles their own. Not saying that we have to do what they do, but don't let the mainstream narrative be that Anytime someone black do something that we automatically throw them under the bus and, you know, we got this cancel culture because they don't cancel their own. Do well, you want to read we, some of the comments? Well, I, I just want to, it's one that, that's, that's passed up, but All Yvette, right, her name was Yvette, and she was talking it. about, because uh, I was like, who cares about the owner of the Patriots? And she brought up a good point, which that is something that is very important to note. Uh, she mentioned human trafficking. So that is definitely something that we need to be aware of and to focus or direct our attention to, uh, because I'm just thinking like, okay, prostitution, whatever, you know, whippy do. But you throw in that human trafficking, then you got my attention. So you're correct with that. So um, thank you for um, commenting. Yeah, because you got to think about it, right? During the Super Bowl in Atlanta, you know, Atlanta is number one in human trafficking. Just think of how many of these uh, billionaire football owners was here in Atlanta that probably... Because it was a big bust. Because yeah. I remember that was one of the headlines. It was a huge human trafficking bust that took place. And you didn't really hear about it. I read about it, but I didn't see nobody talking about it. And that's huge. I don't know if they just didn't want to put a black eye on the Super Bowl. Uh, but why did that go undiscussed? Because... They handle theirs with kid gloves and uh, everybody else. They don't, um, you know, they don't give them the same. So we want to let y'all know if you want to call in, you can absolutely do that. We see a lot of you are commenting online. Thank you for your comments. But uh, you can also hit us up. You can call us at 720-835-5749. And you're going to need a PIN code. And that PIN code is 99301. So if you have any comments, and you want to uh, have your voice be heard about something, go ahead and hit us up. Absolutely. And I'm reading your comments. Ryan, yep, that was the uh, Olympic gold medalist name. 
all right reacting is a normal response to an action yeah we, sometimes we, you got to stop in and uh take in all of the information though before you respond though what yeah and then we can't always act in a, an emotional manner you know what i mean some of us allow our emotions to supersede our intelligence what's up to my man Artie? what's going on black man Mm. Riddell, what's going on? Teresa Sanders. She's saying exactly. I wish I knew what she was talking about. White folks are protected by legalities. The same things that they get us with. That's right. Oh, hex, yeah, all day. They, they got, use that. They got the uh, the complexion for protection, as I like <laughs> to call it. Right. <laughs> so, yep. um, okay, so also you were just talking about Jesse, and mm. you were saying that what 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 was your final thoughts about the situation because i feel like oh it's just been talked about and talked about you, you, you know what some people laid some good um questions out there and um i'll tell you man um especially with the advent of social media man some of y'all man uh, are doing some real investigative work oh yes we like, get it in. But, but before the police was even on the scene, they was like, ah. Oh. Shout out to Jeremy, peace. You know, um, but this is the thing, right? Yes, we know that Chicago police is one of the uh, most They're, racist police departments in America. That's what I have an issue with. I'm and like, now I get finish. to tell you. Okay, let go let ahead. Let me finish. We know that um, they had torture chambers um, just recently. They had... Um, what did they call it? Um, where they had the truck out there with the uh, sneakers. Mm. And um, they was trying to get people to... Oh, it was like bait? Like, yeah. Uh, okay. They so was... they, yeah, so they was doing that. And now... that, that, you know, we, we know that, right? But at the same time, though... Um... And you got to let me get my spiel because you're going off of what I was telling you. I'm you got to comment gang, on gang, it before gang, they gang, hear gang, my gang, spiel. Gang, gang. Okay. So, in regards to the Jesse case, I feel like it was definitely staged, mm -hmm. and I feel like um, those two brothers, they had something to do with it, but I'm not convinced that Jesse was a part of it. I think that he was targeted, and I think he was targeted by them. I think they knew um, where he was going, and I think that um, maybe it didn't start off to be something so serious. Maybe they was just effing with him. I don't know how it it started off. But when I think about Chicago and how we hear about how they're biased and how they treat people of color and how they don't take things serious, even when I think about that girl who was in the freezer at the hotel and how people were saying how Chicago police was involved in human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look, I don't put nothing past them. So when they're telling me something, I need to have, you know, definite proof that Justy has something to do with this. Because at first they tried to say, that he used that $3,500 to pay them. But now reports are coming out that he absolutely did not, that that is false, and that he really did pay those brothers to train him and with a food plan. So, you know, I think that when you're dealing with institutions like this, political, I mean, um, police, um, law enforcement, Correct. you got to be careful because they can do whatever they want. I still want to know what happened to Sandra Bland. What absolutely. happened to Sandra Bland? They want us to believe that she killed herself. She had all that fire in her. She couldn't yeah. wait to get to court. And you mean to tell me she killed herself? Yeah, it didn't Come add on up. Now. It didn't like, add up. 
I don't believe it. So I don't put nothing past the police station. They probably want to say they ass and make themselves look good. You know, they probably want to try to figure out a way to, to discredit Jesse. So I'm on a way. I want to, because Jesse, he went to Empire and was like, look, I promise y'all, like, I did not have anything to do with this. He's, he's doubling down. <laughs> so I want to wait. I want to see what Jesse have to you say know, after all I this. Think, I think sometimes we are quick to judge, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? My personal belief, right? Mm-hmm. You have yours, I have mine. It doesn't look good for Jesse. They don't, it, but everybody's it, it, so quick it, to judge. It doesn't, and um, I don't know if I can go on record and say that he didn't know what was going on, that he was an unwilling participant in it. I think, though, that there's other people that was actually involved. You know, remember they wanted to see the manager's phone, you know what I mean? Because he said situation happened when he was on the phone with his manager. Mm-hmm. So I like what Kim's saying he, right he, now. He might be involved. You know, so there, there's so many uh, dynamics to it. Um, Check out Kim. What Kim, what Kim said. How you... She said a few things. She said Justin put himself in a position to be talked about and scrutinized. Real people are having real issues, and there was no logical reason for him to, to, to like that. He also, she also said, how do you explain Jesse in the beauty supply store with them purchasing items? Now, see, I didn't see that footage. Now, now, see, what, I, I saw what, the brothers in there buying the stuff, but I didn't see Jesse. Yeah, they, they showed them um, buying the, uh, the mask and stuff and, like that. Yeah. Now, see, and this is another thing, right? You know, a lot of people, some people was commenting on my Freddie page, Greg. like, yo, Raheem, yo, are you taking the word of the NYP? I mean, right. NYP, Chicago. Chicago police, this, that, and the other. L- listen, one thing that we do know is that the videotape don't lie. You Which know what one? I mean? So it's not like... What the, tape? The, the tape of them in the store buying the rope. The brothers? Yeah, the brothers. Okay, yeah. All right, all right but let me hold on. They, 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 found, um, they found the receipts in their house, right? They looked at the, the share rods and cameras, and they tracked their movement and found no out where they live. No one is doubting that it's the brothers. But, We're but saying no, it's the brothers, no. yes. So we know that... They got the right individuals. Now, what was uh, uh, Jesse's role in it? And is he culpable in this situation? That is what That's the, the question jury mark. is going to determine. Exactly. But if you ask me. Adanya, a few people brought up Freddie Gray. Absolutely. Like, you know, that's something that we have to. We have to um, also put them under scrutiny and make sure that they're doing their due diligence when they're um, handling this case. Absolutely, because um, when you have a high-figure uh, celebrity such as Jesse... I don't know if he's high-figure, but he's a celebrity. Well, he, he's on Empire. He's on Empire. And he was making $67,000 That's, a, okay, That's a lot yeah. of money. That's great. So, um, and then just with the media coverage and the notoriety... That um, it would bring all the attention. Yeah, that 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 does a lot for for the police department. Look like they out here, they solving crime. And notice when they do the press conference, mm-hmm. it's always a black. Person. I know they get me with that, but they know how to do you the know, media. Um, you know, make it yeah. look appropriate. Yeah, appropriate. They don't so, want no white you know, guy out there saying this stuff, so yeah. they gotta bring in the black person. But listen, family. <laughs> 
We are live right now, and we have the phone line that's live. Anybody that's interested in calling in, please do so. 720-835-5749. And you have to use a pen. We ain't just letting anybody in here. Y'all got to yeah. use a pen. Right. And it's 99301. So call in, man. We want to um definitely hear from you. My okay. man Ed Garns checking me out. What's going on? Shout out to my man Ed Garns. That's Professor Ed Garns, pardon me. And so, um, he was in elementary genocide one, two, and three. Okay. You know, so he's here in on the check-in. You know, we got a lot of people in the building, man, but um, we ain't got nobody calling up. So what's up with, okay, so we got Jesse in Chicago. Who else we got in Chicago? Ah. Who else we got in Chicago? We got Kells. Kells. R. Kelly. So what's up? You know, I was arguing with someone last night, man. Uh, It was like, nah, you know, R. Kelly, he got the $100,000 to pay the bail. But, you know, if he just paid outright with cash, then it looked like he got money. And then the... The, the people who's going to come talking forward about? and try to sue him for the... Listen, people going to come forward anyway. Anyway. Right. You know what I mean? They coming for him. Yeah. But even two other women just came out. But now uh-huh. you know you know what's really foul, though. What's that? This is really foul, man. It was an article on Yahoo News. And um, the court clerk in Cook County is saying that she is being inundated with phone calls from people female fans asking how could they pay his bill hey you know that's that's what it is i mean you know i hey never get into the mind of you know certain yeah, we living in sad times man for real for real what's that about hey ladies what's that about man, why listen. why would these women be why would these women be actively trying to say this man like, why are they trying to save this man? That's something I can't answer. And then remember at his birthday party, people were screaming, you know, take me hostage, take me hostage. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy, man. You know what I mean? And then you know what, man? That right there. Are people like, only, is that desperate? Like, is, Yeah, you, that is desperate. Not only does that embolden him to continue to do what he does, but it makes actual victims look bad. When you got people that's willing to do that. Hmm. Okay. I, um, over 80% of all the black women I have counseled in the past year have passed history of sexual abuse. Let's talk about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Sexual abuse is um, something that's very rampant in our community. And it definitely needs to be addressed. And a lot yep. of people don't understand, like especially when they talk about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. I've heard men say, "Well, why would they come back? Like, I don't understand if this guy violated you. Why would you come back?" And it's just things that men just don't understand. There's plenty of women, even me myself, have been in situations where you have been forced back into a situation when you don't want to be there or it's not in your best interest to be there. Um, Psychology is a very um, delicate thing, you know, and you can't discount a victim just because they return to the scene of the crime or where things happen or to a person that violated them. That's something that we have to first understand yeah and i'm 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 learning a lot too from um situations and how um you know sexual abuse survivors deal with their hurt and their pain 
Um, just watching that lifetime when the um psychiatrist said that um it takes an actual uh victim seven to ten times before they actually leave. Right. You know what I mean? They it have takes like a lot of courage. Seven seven to ten attempts before they say, you know what? I'm done, I'm gone, I'm out of here. Right. And um, you know, I, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Um you 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 know me. I get in an argument with somebody, and you ain't ever worried about got to see me again. You know what I mean? But the, it's it's different when you're a man, and um, you know that's why um, I I really feel for you know women that have been uh taken advantage of, and um, we as black men we have to do something about it, and that's why you know I always say this, and um, I, I quoted this on my uh, Facebook numerous times you know as a black man we have to spend the last dime in our arsenal in our treasury and use the last bullet in our arsenal to protect the black woman so malcolm he's he's talking about michael jackson here he's saying that people would do anything um and say anything for a check now is he talking about the accusers of michael jackson yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm assuming that he's talking about them because both accusers is on record, on video. Denying um, it, Denying right? that it ever happened. And now, lo and behold, you know, they're coming out. And um, and how come there haven't been any They Their mother's even saying that, it, it, you know, that no, Michael would never do this. And I was always there and this, that, and the other. And so that. what are the details? What are they saying that he did? Because that's the one thing. At least we can have some type of details. What are you alleging that he did? Well, like, what did he and, do? And, 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 uh, allegedly, and it's a uh, documentary that HBO is um, releasing, um, they are making they are going into details and you you know i think hbo is doing itself a disservice you know um someone had posted how michael jackson had the highest rating uh live performance concert on hbo and now this is what you do to this man's legacy you know he had partnerships with hbo where he released Stuff Unfortunately, though, I mean, when a victim claims something, you got to you got to look into it. I don't care who it is. Michael Jackson is a man. I love Michael Jackson and I don't believe it. But people are two faced and they put one face out to the public and there's somebody else behind closed doors. So I'm saying, look, if somebody's but, saying that he did something, check into it, because one thing I would hate is for a true victim to not have, you know, their justice. All right. You know what I'm saying? So you're right about that. But when you already the this allegation already have been looked into, this individual testified on Michael's behalf, and then twenty years later you rechant that and then you just make up this. I whole say look into it. I don't still, I say still make it up, it. still look into it after they um say that he had nothing to do with it and you still look into it now. Just like they're saying in um, R. Kelly's case, they're saying that people were coerced. They're saying people were paid off. They're saying people were intimidated. I don't know what happened to the Michael Jackson case. I wasn't involved in that case. Like I said, I love Michael Jackson. I understand the targets that's put on black men's back. I get that. And I hate that it happens, but I'm not ever going to say don't look into something. I'm a person that I want to know the truth. And if he did this, I want to know 
If he didn't, I want his name to be cleared. That's as simple as that. Who, why and, is he beyond checking into? And you know what? That's the most unfortunate part is that when these allegations is made and these documentaries is made, um, if for the sake of the argument, an individual is found not guilty or that the information put forth was not credible, mm-hmm. it's never an apology. Mm. And if it is, apology is not enough. The, the smear campaign always always going to exist. Thank you, Kim. And, and yo, a person's she name said, is never going to um, be clear. But yo, you know what I want to do? Ed Garns, Professor Ed Garns. I keep calling him Ed Garns. Professor Ed Garns. Because that brother is a professor. Thank you. And he uh, works in an uh, institution of higher learning where he is really doing the work you know, teaching black psychology. And that's not an easy thing when you're in, um, teaching in a white institution. Right. But he speaks truth to power. And um, there have been situations where they tried to uh, stop him from teaching the truth, but, you know, the black man always prevailed. So um, I would love for the brother to call in and we can actually speak to a black psychiatrist that could um, give us some insight of um, some of the trauma issues that survivors go through. Uh, so, Ed Garns, if you out there, call in 720-835-5749. I think I read on the comment, he said, keep doing what y'all doing. I got to go to a session, something like yeah, that. Right, right here? Yeah, right there. Oh, okay. All right. So he ain't going to be able to join us. But that don't mean that you can't join us. So anybody out there that want to call in, they want to talk. Um, Today is uh, what? Current News Monday? Yeah. That's what we're hitting up right now. And, um, we already if, covered um, Jesse. Yeah. We already covered Kel. Uh, Obama. Oh, yeah. We got it. <laughs> Why you say it like no, that? No, because I was supposed to uh, listen to the video, and I, ha- I didn't get a chance to do that. Oh, so okay. you can't enlighten me, you know. Ah, uh, well, I you know, I don't know how much of a discussion it'll be, but uh, some I'll just tell you this. There were some people who were attacking him because he felt like, they felt like he was um, wagging his finger at the young boys that was there, and he was criticizing them. Someone had asked about music and it got on the subject of hip hop music and Obama kind of went in and was like, you know, y'all need to pull your pants up. Uh, he was saying, you know, y'all wearing these gold chains. It basically shows your insecurity. If you had money like that, you wouldn't be showing, you know, everything with your chain. And he was like, if you were secure in your sexuality, you wouldn't have eight women around you twerking. So he said that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and let you, uh, you know, comment on that. Because, you know, I mean, I have my feelings about it. All right. How do you Basically, feel? this was Pound Cake 2.0. Okay. For those that are uninitiated in knowing what Pound Cake means, that's what they call the Bill Cosby speech. Yeah, they brought up Bill talk Cosby. about naming your daughter Shaniqua and ghetto names and pull up your pants and black people get shot and we find out he stole a pound cake and 
just what? a whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> That's why they call it the pound cake speech, right? But he really, really went in on black people, and you see what happened to him, right? Because he's trying to make a difference. No, 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 no. We could address that, but I don't want to get off subject, right? So when you have Obama wagging his finger, talking to these young boys, am I my brother's keeper, right? At, at, at a form where these young men are looking for mentorship. They're looking for guidance, right? So they're not the ones that's out there that's committing crime or being uh in society, right? These are individuals that's trying to be on the right path. It reminds me of when he went and did the... Uh, commemoration speech at Morehouse. And um, he was talking to them, man, where people was like, man, these are the individuals that did everything we asked them to do. They graduating from uh, historical black colleges. These are the next doctors, lawyers, judges. And, and you you know, and he was just talking to him like, you need to do this and y'all this, that. All right, well, you know and, what? Look, shout out to Miss Yvette. She says, rich people don't have the same behaviors of poor people. That's what Obama was trying to convey. That's why 21 Savage stopped purchasing jewelry, et cetera, start help, um, started helping the community. Now, look, I'm on that page because mm -hmm. I feel like what is the problem with him showing the things that are inappropriate? Yes, we understand that he was speaking to the young men who was doing something with their lives, but the overall society, he wasn't just talking to those men. He was talking to the greater society. I don't think that Obama does everything correct. I think he should have done more for our community when he was in office, which he did not do. He tap danced, and he could have did more. But one thing I'm so tired of black people, we are so darn sensitive. Can't nobody tell us nothing? No. What happened to it takes a village? Hey, look. He may not do everything perfectly. People even bring up his daughter as an example. Your daughter's smoking weed. She twerking. Children, you're going to tell themselves. You try to parent them. They have more than just one influence. You're not their only influence. There's other people in the world that that's what I was talking about, Cardi B. I didn't want to bring her up this week, but that's what I was talking about. She influences your children as well. So mm -hmm. you're not the only influence. There's nothing wrong with him trying to say, I have one woman. One woman that I love and I care about, that's enough for me. He's just trying to put it into your head. Like, hey, it don't really look that great when you got eight women dancing around you. Why do you, you know, I mean, he, you that's just his opinion. Was, because I guess this was um, televised. Uh, right. What, was it someone just recorded him? What, it was what, recorded to be distributed amongst the channels. And, uh, okay, you know, like okay, it was on okay. YouTube. See, like, and see, sometimes I think that's what the problem is. Right. Um, I don't think he should have been speaking broadly in general, you know, come and, and, and speak to me, you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I think sometimes that's the, that, that's the problem with, I, I see a lot of events and, and different things like that. It's just like, you know, when they say you preach it to the choir, mm. like, it's, I, I would like to see, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, closed room no cameras, and just a heartfelt talk, you with, know, with, with those individuals, you know what I mean? You know, tell them what it is to be a, a, a brother's keeper. 
you know, I know this initiative was started. What's the fundamentals of it? What are the goals? How could they move forward? Well, and, that's another thing that people were saying. like that. Like, everything that he told them, I'm sure they know every... It was fluff. ...thing that was fundamentally wrong with society and, and what's right, what's wrong. Like... You know, not everybody. Like people are no, like not I said, everybody, but I, I, I'm almost certain those individuals that was there, you know, because that's a program that they. So pro- what are they, they there for? A, if they, they already know things, if they already know things, what are they doing there? I just think, me personally, I just think that different conversations supposed to be held at, at different times. You know what I mean? But he's the, he, that's his event. Different he, people, different, okay. in, in front of different audience. You know what that's I mean? That's his event. Like, so you know, he talked about what he wanted to talk about. Yeah, but I, I, me personally, I wouldn't talk to a graduating class at Morehouse and, and talk to them and give them the same spill that I would give if I went into a correctional institution. You know, the message I have for those that are already incarcerated is about hope and aspiration and how to turn their life around when they get out. And if I was chosen to go give a, 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 a com, a, a, give me the word, the speech for graduation, it would be a totally different message. I just think that sometimes he just give that one message and, you know, some people might call it tough love to black people where Everybody so do you believe do you believe what's going on in society with these numbers cuz I know the statistics are different depending on what source you get it from talking about the wealth in the black community are oh, we man. are we 1% like are we you know at the bottom of the total poll, poll like they say Okay, are black men employed at the same rates as white people? No. To me, I think it's your mindset and how you're looking at things. If you're looking for a problem, you're going to find a problem with what he said. I'm a person, okay, say you're a successful person and you're doing well and someone says, yeah, you know, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to dig deep. You know, I think for black people, no matter what you're doing and where you're at, you still need to hear that because you have to understand you're going to have a challenge. You're going to have, people coming for your neck at all times. And I think you do have to remember that. It's so easy to try to fall apart or to, you know, go down on yourself because there's so many people, like I brought up 50 Cent. Like, dude, he's coming at people who's trying to do things with his life. There's people actively on social media trying to tear people down. What is wrong with somebody reminding you to be self-sufficient? What is, what is wrong with somebody trying to remind you to, you know, rely on yourself? What is the problem with that? I don't know what the problem, if you're sensitive and you can't take it, like you can't tell, take somebody, you know, telling you to keep doing what you're doing and continue to grow. I don't understand why people can't have someone tell them something like that. I want to read this comment, right? You can't answer me? No, no, no. I want to read this comment right. because, no, I think this comment <laughs> Go ahead. coincides with what you were saying, right? And it might answer your question. You and this is from Jeremy Michaels. He said, You can show tough love to black people when you've been known to stand. I, yo, I can't you, when yo, you've been yo, known to stand up, defend, and uh, in black people, something in black people. Obama wasn't known for that, so that's why his, his critique, critique falls on deaf ears. ears. That's too bad because right, he got me, he has a lot something. to offer. I want y'all to know, right. I'm struggling to read this because I can't see the screen. 
Don't think. <laughs> I can't read. So just think, you. if people started clowning you and they put up yeah, some kind of yo, thing talking about how Raheem is illiterate and he yo, can't read, and I, let's if, make fun of I him. If I need to really read this, I would have to get close to the screen. I have to say, you can show tough love to black people, but you have no stand-up defense. Black people, Obama wasn't known for that, so that's why he keeps falling on that. Yeah, so I could read that. I was struggling to read it. I understand what Jeremy's saying, yeah. but I just don't agree. Even like uh, Bill Cosby, like, you know, he said the things that he said. I think that we need to have discernment and just think, is this right or is this wrong? Is what he's saying, does it make sense? You don't like where it's coming from? You won't like anything from no, anybody. No, it's not that it, where, where it's coming from. I, I would even compare Bill Cosby to Obama, you know what I mean? Because Bill Cosby... Is he right or wrong? Listen, Bill That's Cosby... That's all that matters. He was wrong. Obama's wrong no, for saying... No, Bill Cosby. For saying, pull your pants up? He was telling us to pull our pants up when he was pulling ladies' pants down. So, he was wrong <laughs> for that shit. He was wrong for that. You know he, what I mean? He he's wrong, wrong, for he's wrong for a lot of things. Like, I think that, you know, there's a lot of people who do good in the world who also have done bad. But do we just not take their... Like, people who have done things in science do we say no we're not not going to accept your scientific advancements because you were beating your wife it's just like put the dude in jail why do we not have to take his you know um information just because he did this like maybe not have him get paid or something like that but we still can't ignore what he's saying just because we don't like what he did that doesn't make any sense you're not going to grow someone asked you a question they said what does obama Where? have to offer to black people what does Obama have to offer to black people? He, that ain't to me. <laughs> hey, look, that's for Obama to decide, and that's for us to decide at the, at the same time. I think that he has um, something that we could utilize if he decided to use his strengths in our benefit, but I don't think that he's doing that. I think that's he, he tap dances, and um, I think he could do more for us, but I, apparently that's not what he wants to do. Uh, but I think him... I love Michelle, but I think they do the same thing. Even, um, I, you know, there's some celebrities. I ain't even going to say no celebrities' names because people be getting so darn mad. And it's not like I'm scared. Man, it's say just people say, names, nah. why are you hating? But it's just like everybody want to throw out a black fist, you know, when it's popular or to make people think, oh, she riding with us or they down for us. But no, you got to look at their actions. What are they really doing? Are yeah, they putting yeah. things into society um, that's hurting the black community? Like, are their words harmful to us? Are their images harmful to us? We got to make our own decisions about, you know, what we're going to accept and what we're not going to accept. Is what Obama said wrong? No. It is not wrong. So why are, you, why are you crying for? Why are you mad? These boys can take it. They're tough. They're smart. You don't think they can tell the difference? When people come to me, I'm not in religion, okay? I'm not a Christian. Um, I have no problem with people who are Christians, but when Christian people give me words of encouragement in their Christian words, I don't say, hey, hey, stop. Don't talk to me. I'm not a Christian. I accept and I take from them what it is they're trying to offer. And I, you know, that's, it is what it is. I don't say don't talk to me because you're a Christian and I don't want to hear what you have to say. I take, in, I take in what I can use and I discard the rest. You know, keep it moving. Um, how do you say this name? Adina? Adina Salam. Adana Salam. Oh man. Oh, she said May she said Mayweather is illiterate. 
We know you're not. <laughs> Obama bailed out Wall Street and co-signed the Israeli war yes. machine killing African leader Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Yes. Right. No, I, you know, I did a podcast talking about Obama. He actually set up the situation that Trump just pulled off with, uh, what's that, T21? Um, he wrote in an executive order, Obama did, and to where basically if you got arrested, um, you could be held, you know, without any Charges. type of, yeah, without um, having a hearing or anything. They also could force you to work for free, which is what they just did most recently. Um, so Obama, is his hands are not clean. If you look at his record, there's a lot of stuff that Obama has done. And he also, you know, he talked about don't boo. I don't know if you watched the video um, out there, but he was like, hey, don't boo because people brought up um, Trump. And he was like, what do we do? Vote. My only problem was that we voted. And in the popular vote, what happened? We won the popular vote. Absolutely. And so the problem is what? The Electoral College. Has anyone done anything about the Electoral College? How many years has it been? You have heard nothing about nothing. the Electoral College. And that's why. And that's two times it happened. That's why this um, Democratic Party that's in control of the um, Senate. Mm hmm they need to do something about this uh, electoral vote, you know, because um, it, it's not a good thing. It's so why hasn't anybody moved on it? This is this is this is what they keep in their back pocket. When things aren't going the way that we want, we just gonna pull this out and be like, bam. And that's exactly what they had. What happened with Gore and Bush? Was it Gore and Bush? Yeah. The first time, yeah. and then this time around. Yep, and, you know, it's ridiculous. When is somebody going to do something about that? You know what I, I want to say? Like, when people say, you know, we got to get out there, we got to vote. I'm all for voting, right? But, yo, listen, when things don't go right, don't keep blaming black people for not voting. There is a video that was addressing uh, Jesse Smollett, right? And this was by uh, Amanda Seals, right? And I like Amanda Seals, you know what I mean, despite some of the stuff that she say. Um, but th on this particular argument, I, yo, I couldn't be What's in more saying? disagreement. She said that the Jesse Smollett situation, if we're going to blame anybody, we're going to blame the black man. And it's the black man's fault that Trump is in office. First of all, 98% of black women voted for Hillary, right? Black women? Yeah, black women voted for Hillary. Oh, right? oh, Hillary, okay. Voted for Hillary, right? Um, I think it was like 89% black men voted for her. It was Hispanics, Latinos that voted in overwhelming numbers for Trump. A lot of these immigration immigrants that the Democrat keep pushing for legislation for, voted for Trump. The white female women voted in record numbers for Trump. So it wasn't our fault, you know. Um, and so what is she, she saying was your fault? Because I'm still thinking she, about the Electoral College while you're saying that, because we won the popular vote. Yeah, so, she's saying that if black men would have went out and voted, Trump wouldn't have been in office. 
Well, to me, it's more of a, a regional thing because if you understand electoral college, that has more so to do with the positioning of the states mm-hmm. and where and where you are. So you get those votes, you know, in the electoral college. So I don't know what she's talking about in regards to that. I guess I'm gonna have to read it and see what she's talking about. Yeah, it said I. Uh, Malcolm Garvey said Obama has done more damage to the black community than Trump has ever done and don't like Trump either. And I don't like Trump either, but we have to speak on facts. Yeah, ain't nobody going to argue with you at this point because uh, a lot of people look to Obama like he was going to save something, do something. But I guess (laughs) when you start hearing black people saying this, he's the president for all people. Not just black people. When you start hearing that, that's kind of like lets you know what was going that on. They let him me, off the hook. Yeah, that brings me to my next um, uh, um, topic. Did you, this is a, a relatively new uh, interview, and it was done by a sister. And the interview was almost over. She was interviewing Kamala Harris. Did you see that little clip? No, what happened? Whoo! Y'all go look for that clip. Well, I've seen one clip. I don't know if you're talking. What is the clip? Well, this is the clip where she asked her, what is she going to do about black women? I mean, what what, what is she going to do specifically for black people, right? She started going into prison reform. And let me tell you something. Prison reform and certain legislation that's being passed, yes, it's going to help black people because we... Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly incarcerated, but guess what? Every black pe- person ain't a criminal, and, and it, it helps everybody. But we probably get more help in it if it's done and it works right, right? All right, we get that, but that's not specifically for black people. So when they talk about that prison reform and, and health care, that's not specifically for black people. Um, so. She pressed her on because that is the, the common thing when you so ask what did these she politicians. Say? What did she say? I'm getting to it. Okay. That's the common thing when you ask these politicians, what are they going to do for specifically black people, right? And she says, make no mistake about it. Anything that's done for black people is going to help everybody else. So if you're asking me what I'm doing, specifically for black people, she said nothing. I don't believe it. She came right out and said nothing. Nothing. All right, she well, said, she said She said specifically nothing because she said no matter which way you put it. Now, remember well, listen, when we talked no, listen, about. She said no matter which way you put it, whatever I do for black people, it's going to help everybody. So it's never going to be specifically for black you have to go listen to the interview. You might get something different out of it. But I was like this. Word? Okay. You lost a lot of votes for that one. You know what I mean? You already got a shady record. You know what I mean? Yo, um, everybody, if you heard that interview or if you could find that interview, drop the link in, in, in the comment or, or just press one on it or give me some insight about it. So what I was about to say is that when we talked about Kamala Harris, that's one thing that I brought up and one thing that I've always said in regards to her is her mindset. Mm-hmm. So when we talked about her, you know, not 
owning up to what she did to black men in regards to locking them up uh, mass incarceration when she was prosecutor or whatever. Um, I think that this is goes in line with that. It's like if if you can't answer a simple question like that, if you're not prepared, you know people going to ask you that. You got to have something good. But at the end of the day, we need to be grateful and thankful that she is being real and true and letting us know what's up. So I think that it's something that black people, we need to just take note and be like, okay. So she don't understand the, um, the importance of specifically doing something to help empower black women. Um, so I think that's something that we need to make sure that we pay. This free conference call is provided by Uber Conference. You are the first participant on this Uber Conference. So Please hold that? while we wait for the others to join. No, 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 no. I was just, um, man. I was just, uh, I think you should. Hello? Hey, yo, peace, peace. What's going on? Hey, yo, peace. What's going on? Um, yeah, this, uh, this is Jeremy Mike. Um, uh, I was uh, just tuning in to y'all live. So who's this? This Jeremy? Yeah, it's Jeremy, yeah. Hey, what's going on, black man? What's going on? What's going on, man? I just uh, just wanted to call in. I want to say I'm, I'm enjoying the uh, the live stream y'all got going. Y'all touching on some great topics. I'm about to tune in more about the information. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Do you have a question? No problem. No problem. Um, what y'all talking about, uh, you know, Father I, I did catch that interview. Um, I wanted to get y'all opinion on the whole um, AD and West. I don't know if y'all touched on that, that topic in the past. Y'all touched on that today just yet. But I wanted to you know, kind of get some insight on how y'all felt about the AD and West, which I've been hearing Ben uh, Carnell, Rick Rashid, and uh, Tony before talked about. Which, you know, they were pushing you know, reparations for American descendants of slaves. And it's kind of got a lot of people that have that, you know, Immigrant lineage from like the Caribbean and Africa, and now they kind of got them feeling excluded because, you know, American descendants slaves are actually more reparations for them and not really being too concerned about, you know, uh, I guess other people's interests right now. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all have any, you know, so any things on that? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for calling in. So, for all you people on Facebook, that was a caller asking about ADOS. So go ahead, Raheem. We did touch on it a little bit uh, because, uh, was it, um, uh, what was her name? Joy Reid was uh, accusing ADOS of being robots or being bots uh, in regards to um, de delegitimizing uh, Kamala Harris. Um, so go ahead. You want to speak on that? Yeah, the a I'm all for the ADOS movement. Um, if you been following the movement, you notice recently that um, the CEO of the National Urban League came out and was talking reckless about the ADOS and, yeah. you know, they put him on blast because he gets a million dollars a year to run that organization. I thought it. And um, that's, that's more money than certain Fortune 500 company CEOs get, and you you running a charitable organization. When the last time the Urban League be, been relevant, and what he was doing was he was saying that this is a ploy used to divide us. No, it's not used to divide us. See, on one instance, right, you would get these politicians that says, you know, um, 
what was it? All boats lift all ties, or all ties lift all, but all ties lift all boats, right? So, if black people are given just, just, just on the case of reparation, if, if black people are given, ain't it going to help everybody? Since all ties lift all boats, so I'm, I'm definitely for um, um, the ADOS movement and. Someone was uh, the main thing people were saying is that it separates us from being pan Africanists and it's separating us from our brothers in Africa. No, no, it don't. It's not separating us from them. You know what I mean? We 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 still for Garvey, we still for the back to Africa movement, if that's what you want to say. But being American descendants of slaves, you have a unique history that can't be denied. And reparations is at the forefront of that movement. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely all for it. And I think that any black person that's a politician that speaks out and against a movement that want us to be recognized as a, a distinctive uh, class of people that's asking for tangible things to happen specifically for us is either a low-frequency slave, or they are co-conspirator in our own demise, and that is the reason why they're speaking against us, such as this individual that is the CEO of the Urban League. You know, he was just doing the work for his white handlers, and um, he's, no, he's not in a position to um, question anything when he gets a million-dollar salary from white donors. Uh, I, I, I want to add on top of that. And, you know, I, I agree with you, you know, I also want to add, you know, if I brother was just, you know, like, you know, in the Caribbean, if they get reparations, which there's been a, at least a 12 or 15 countries that are now, you know, strong as well as just a reparation, if they get those reparations, uh, blacks in America, whether it's any, any other state or whatnot, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, you can be Asian or you can be whatever the state you want to be, but, you know, you can eat the benefits of ADOS, but they belong to the benefits, you know, in your own home country. We are standing here, you know, so these people do the same, uh, you know, where it's time to pay back, you know, what we did for, you know, our brothers and sisters, you know, after, after the previous or another place that we got. So it's like, that, you know, you can. You can be black and you can be anything else, but you know, it's like, now it's time to move the rest of us for us. And, you know, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, you know, but I just want to get y'all to tune. Let me get off the line. Uh, keep doing y'all thing. I'm, I'm not doing it more, all right? Thank all right, you so much. Thanks definitely. for calling in and thanks for your comment. Yeah, it, what he said is definitely true, right? Because um, even, even if someone like he how he was saying that there's certain um caribbean countries and you know individuals that are trying to sue uh their colonizers and if ados is successful in doing that here in america then that could be used as a litmus test like that same argument could be used so a lot of times you know you don't want to see someone else have something and, and you cut off your nose despite your, your face because if we are successful the caribbean countries can do the same thing in fact shit, they need to be leading the charge 
And that's one thing well, I don't understand still over colonizing is that when Obama, I think it was the Obama administration, when Jewish people got reparations, um, it was no issue. It was just easy and, you know, it went through. I don't understand why uh, these politicians don't want to give uh, black Americans reparations, even when you have the United Nations saying they did a whole report saying that this is something that needs to be done. Uh, and you have Bernie Sanders saying absolutely not, that he does not um, think that he would support reparations. Um, you know, you only have, I think, a few people, three people who are running for president right now who are considering it and saying that they are, are in support. So I think if, like you're saying, ADOS is trying to get us benefits, why wouldn't we support them? And people getting caught up on the name of the, the organization, talking about it should be enslaved, not slaved, and the leader is a gay person. And, you know, there's so many things that I'm hearing negatively when they're trying to do something positive. Um, so I think that we all need to, if you're not familiar with ADOS, try to get more familiar and understand what they stand for. Yeah, and shout out to everybody that's uh, pushing that movement forward. Uh, Tone Talk, Yvette Carnell, Tariq Nasheed, and there's a host of other people, known and unknown, that are definitely leading the way in, in support of that movement. And anytime black people are trying to do something, man, that's productive and about upward mobility, I'm on board to support it, you know. Um, I don't care what the colonizer think, what the enemy thinks. So I want to know from people out there, did any of y'all watch the Oscars? Because like, I don't watch the I Oscars. I, I, you, I did you watch it? it? I, I've been seeing little uh, tidbits. Um, I, I seen Spike Lee jumping the arms yeah, of uh, yeah, I saw that. Samuel Jackson. And um, I, I'm happy for Spike Lee. It's long overdue. Um, that that was his moment. Um but I, I think that, um, once again, we got to be mindful that everything is, is being pre-orchestrated. And there was... What did he want to ask her for? For a black Klansman. Oh. But he didn't win for Malcolm X. He didn't win for Do the Right Thing. But listen, you know, he was nominated five times. But this is the first time he actually won. So, um, nah, but look what did, he got did it, it freeze for. up? Yeah, I know. Um, the page need, might, might need to be redone because it's in the same spot. So, I don't know if you guys are hearing us, um, after that phone call. Um, but hopefully, uh, the page is still up and you guys can hear us just fine. Um, let me see something. Let me see something. Let me see something. Let me see. Go, matter of fact, we can just go on the phone. Go on the phone and look. See if you see it on your phone. You're doing it. I see it ain't helping me today. Oh, there we go. We back? Yeah, we back. All right. Sorry about that, y'all. I guess it... Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> um, Regina King got it for uh, Bell Street. Okay. Shout out to Regina King. I love Regina King. Like, she just, she's so consistent. And, and she's beautiful. Who else? Who else? Who else? Won? Oh, now, I was listening to a broadcast yesterday, right? And they said that it is no coincidence that, you know, a lot of black women, not black women, a lot of women, period, 
won um, Oscars. Like they was giving uh, costume designers, makeup artists. I think like, for Black Panther, the costume designer. Yeah, they, the they they had a lot of um, a lot of uh, women that won. And um, one of the things um, when I was listening to this podcast, it was saying that this is uh, orchestrated so that you know. It can empower women and create the gender divide. Um, I, I, I really didn't look into it like that. Um, so what is doing that? What is the call? Like to empower women and create the gender divide. No, I heard divide. that. What is it? What, what is doing that? By them highlighting a, a, a majority of women. And different over men? Like that. No, not over men. It's just in it's general. Just in general by them doing that. Because, make no mistake about it, right? The Me Too movement really is being funded by a lot of Hollywood executives. If you go and you look at their website, $20 million came from a lot of those uh, creative agencies. Um, a lot of uh, actresses gave money. So, so what, like, what are we saying about this? This is a whole Hollywood thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna email you the uh, link of, of the uh, broadcast, but I had posted on um, Facebook earlier, and I was saying that when we're dealing with the voters, right? Ninety-four uh, percent of them was white, seventy-seven percent of them was men, two percent black, two percent Latinos, less than oh five percent Asians, and Native Americans combined. So. The Oscars is still white, and shout out to everybody that did win, but we have to create our own, and we have to honor our own. You know, Black Panther ain't no better of a movie now that they want an Oscar. But when we create our own, do we respect it? Because I feel like we have our own, and they don't. Like Beyonce and certain people, they don't go back to those awards, like the Soul Train Awards, like the Essence Awards. Like, I feel like we have awards, but I feel like if it's not a Grammy, if it's not an Oscar, you know, then we don't respect it. True or not? To a degree, yes. That is okay, why are you looking true. pissed off? No, like, you looking no, like, no, why no, she bring that up? No, no, <laughs> to, 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 to a degree, that's true. Um, But we're talking about... Uh, like that when I when I think about the essence and, and different when I think the NAACP has the image of war, I'm trying to think of what they have in film that would be almost equivalent to the Oscar and I, I really can't think of nothing. Wait, but, why would it be have to be equivalent? No, no, They're I, honoring I, them. I, essence say, has film, they have music. When I say equivalent, I mean as far as the same genre, the same industry, the uh, film industry. And the only thing I could think of is um the NAACP award, and um, you know they have certain films. Do you talking about categories? No, I'm not talking. The Oscars is. is so you talking about a grand award, um, event for Black people that's as big as the Oscars? It doesn't have to be as big as. The you Oscars. said equivalent. I'm trying when to understand. When I was saying equivalent. I'm talk I was talking about in, in regards to genre, like film, the film industry. Okay. And um, I, I don't, um, the only thing that comes to mind is um, the NAACP Image Award. You know, um, how many people are familiar with that? How many people support that? 
as you said, you know, some of the biggest and our brightest celebrities, they don't support that. Um, you, but the thing, too, is we do get our recognition. When you have the Pan-African Film Festival, that is something that... Um, Oh, I'm trying to see if anybody was calling in. That is something that um, a lot of black uh, filmmakers and celebrities uh, support. I wasn't um, overwhelming. I wasn't too up on the fashion, but Jeremy, he's talking about Billy Porter, the gentleman who wore the tux dress. Uh, Y'all <laughs> gonna leave me out of that conversation? I don't. I don't. No, I I really don't have much to say about it, but. Um, what, he's what he's talking he about Jada Pinkett and how she said that he was the best dressed man and woman or man of woman of all time. Um, so I guess, do we have an issue with with Jada Pinkett Smith calling him a woman? Was he the best dressed woman? Jeez. I mean, you know, because it's coming from her, do we accept this? I don't accept none of that. Okay, so First are we... All, me personally... I'm not gonna. I don't. I, to me, I'm a man's man. Wearing a, a man wearing a dress, that ain't that ain't that ain't how I rock. You know what I mean? And that's that that's never gonna be okay with me, as a person. If other people want to do it, you know that's on them. Um, but what is the narrative I, I, though? I, I just I just think that out of everything that, and I didn't watch the Oscars, right? So. But what I do see on 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 uh, Facebook and on my timeline on Instagram, the biggest takeaway was this individual Billy Porter wearing dress. a dress. <laughs> that damn so, dress! Hey, you know, and see, this is the thing, right? A lot of people would be like, "Oh, y'all homophobic," and y'all, yeah, listen. If the man wore a dress, the man wore a dress. That ain't the first time a man wore a dress. But when you make this the biggest thing that happened at the Oscars, oh, somebody's pushing a narrative. You know what I mean? And that is what I have a problem with. I have a problem with a man wearing a dress. People going to do what they want to do. But when this becomes the takeaway, like y'all talking more about a man wearing a dress than Spike Lee being denied five times being nominated five times but never winning an oscar and actually winning an oscar and we talking about a man wearing a dress so malcolm like he that says that be on our radar. yeah he says that they're pushing homosexuality because uh, a lot of people are saying why is it that it's always the black men that's pushed out with these dresses on or just showing shown very flamboyantly on these red carpets and you know some people who who make excuses for it say well you know black people like we just know how to wear fashion that's why we look better doing it and it's just like really like that's your reasoning as to why um black people seem to always be pushed out in these kind of um i don't know what kind of uh situations we want to call this um, but it's definitely an agenda we have to know that it's an agenda um directly um, towards black men. Y'all, let me tell you something, man. If Jada Pickett, with her fine ass, if she would have wore that same dress, they probably would have clowned her. Or her son. Oh, 
<laughs> I mean, you know, not because he be wearing dresses. Yeah. So well, imagine if he wore it. You know, people would be like, well, yeah, you know, what no, the heck? No. If she would have wore that, she wouldn't have received as much fame and fanfare as that man. And that's what I got a problem with. It ain't even the dress. It's just because a black man wore it. This is. Well, I have to admit, I mean, it did look, it looked pretty crafted very well, but I can look past that. I mean, you know, I just think that we have to really figure out what we're doing here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is this the direction that we want to go in as a people? And a lot of people say, hell yes, they want to be free. They think sexuality should be free. They don't think that we should be confined. If a man wants to be with a man or a woman wants to be with a woman, then that's what should happen. But then, of course, you have people who are on the other side of the spectrum that's saying, no, this is against God. This is not natural. Yeah, I'm not here to be the moral police. You do what the hell you want, when you want, and how you want. The problem that I have is, once again, how does this become the biggest takeaway from the Oscars. And shout out to my man, Dennis Byron. He just said that he was at the Oscars. Hey, yo, Dennis, I want you to call in to uh, 720-835-5749. And the PIN number is 99301. Yeah. Let's hear from somebody that was actually there. Yeah, call in. So anybody else um, feel free and at liberty to call in? We're going to go a little while longer, and then we're going to uh, conclude. Yo, a real um, quick shameless plug for those that don't already have, make sure you go out there and you get Necessary Blackness podcast t-shirts. We have them in all sizes. Make sure you um, purchase a copy of Elementary Genocide 1, 2, and 3. And also... Check out uh, Fun in the Rain by Marcy right. Lee. You can go to Amazon.com. It is a book uh, that I wrote, and uh, it's just basically a book um, encouraging kids to get off those smartphones, get off those tablets uh, without, you know, directly saying it, but just trying to redirect them to going back outside and having a good time. Um, the first of four. Uh, this yeah. is the first one, Fun in the Rain. Uh, and it was inspired by my daughter. So pick it up at Amazon.com. Right. Got me a copy. <laughs> Better get yours. So let me read that number uh, back again. The number to call in is 720-835-5749. And the PIN number is 99301. Uh, let me check and make sure that we have the phone line set up. 
Let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh okay. Why well, I didn't hear it? What I gotta do? How accept it? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, one minute. I'm about. I'm. I'm coming to you right now. We have Dennis. We about to bring him in on the line. This free conference call is provided by Uber Conference. Hello, hello. This is a Necessary Blackness podcast. Are you on the line? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. Good, good morning. Actually, good morning. Good morning. Where you, where you at? You talking about, oh, yeah, it's 741. It's technically in the morning. What's going on, Dennis, man? Yo, you've been doing big things. Uh, This is the interview. Uh, man, I'm, blogging, I'm trying to log these hours on uh, these flight hours. These flight hours? Are oh, you trying to get your frequent flyer miles up? Um, Absolutely, my brother. Before we get into the Oscars, right, Um, I want you to tell people who you are and, um, some of the monumental moments because I, I i seen you on tv i seen you on cnn i seen you on judge judy and i seen you on, i heard your voice on tmz tell people who you are what you do brother okay yeah yeah we 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 just do the chart but uh uh yes i'm a, i i am in uh 25 years veteran in journalism um i I am editor-in-chief of Hip Hop Decline as well as uh, TMZ, The Blast, uh, which is, is a, The Blast is really, really growing right now. Uh, I just came out of short, started from covering uh, two high-profile stories involving uh, uh, Sarah R. Kelly as well as uh, Empire actor Jesse Smollett. You do see, you know, I'll send you some links to the cover for those uh, situations, but uh yeah, I just want to briefly talk about the Oscars that I had to catch a flight. I want to shout out uh, uh, Spike Lee for following the, the work he's done for a span of 30 years. Uh, but I, I also want to say that the narrative that was on display last night was it's people of color. Um, in particular, um, when you and if you, I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a lot of time given to uh, uh, Porter, the host of, you know, one of the red carpet hosts for, for the uh, Oscars. And uh, it was just embarrassing. Uh, and I actually had a little Twitter beef with someone who stated that he was, it takes a strong man to walk out on stage with a dress on. Oh. I, I'm like, what? A strong man to walk out with a dress, walk out with a dress on? Not the strong man that I grew up with. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Okay. That, that, that's crazy, man. And this individual, he was the host of the red carpet? Well, he's, he was one of the hosts. You know, they had Brian C. Crest, and you had, um, uh, you had different hosts. And different parts of the Dolby Center, they had hosts spread around the different carpet just to get some of these arrivals and also do the, you know, the pre coverage. Now, I, I, I want to go back to Chicago, right? In Chicago, yes. you was there, you was in the courtroom with the R. Kelly situation. Um, you was also outside when uh, they were bringing out um, Jocelyn. Yes, you stole it. Well, yes, you stole it. I did try, I, I think it's the interview uh, uh, Jocelyn Savage as well as, uh, as well, Claire, Claire. But you saw how that went. 
man, this, and that's what I want to ask you, like, man, at one time you was like, yo, watch that umbrella, watch that umbrella. Like, they was trying to put the umbrella in your camera so you couldn't uh, get footage of them. And um, what do you think about, like, this man didn't act alone. Like, you can actually see who his handlers is. And um, his lawyer is saying that there may be a possibility, well, not his lawyer, uh, the lawyer's the victim, lawyer. that they're going to be going I'm after, after that. Yeah, that they're going to be going after um, individuals that was Enable uh, him. Mm -hmm. enabling him. You know, managers, well, booking flights. Well, I, I think some of what Michael Adamant was saying at the press conference that I attended was a little glass uh, but uh, there's a currently uh, there's currently an investigation in New York's New York State uh, U.S. Attorney's Office in Park Valley, and they might be looking at the uh, charging with the Man Act. That's the M A N N Act. Look it up. Uh, and yeah. that, if that's the case, then they will be looking at people who work for him, people who help for young ladies for him. For example, when we were in Portland and uh. Hearing, the uh, state prosecutor mentioned that in one of in one of the uh, in charges that he his manager passed a car to to a, a underage young lady uh, for our character for the hard to reach out to our uh, That in itself is, is a crime if you know the woman is underage and then she in turn uh, as you know. Uh, sex with R. Kelly, and this person played a role in it. So anyone who killed women, young, me, young ladies for R. Kelly, they should probably be concerned now. Uh, because, you know, the, the federal, the federal, you have to say, the federal case is a big thing. You know, right for that. In, in so you think it was grandstanding? That's what you just said? Because I was fired up when he said, we coming for you, and if you had anything to do with this, like, you know, um, well, well, if, if, if you saw Michael Avenatti and how he was from Daniels, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, uh, okay. trying to, you know, mm -hmm. uh, trying to uh, obviously take uh, charge to Trump, um, it, how that ended up, Stormy Daniels had to go uh, with the death stones. He had to pay over 300000 for a legal fee uh, as it related to uh, um, the lawsuit. But, we, you know, what, what I, I think may be a problem, he tweeted out the picture before the press conference of uh, R. Kelly, a screenshot of R. Kelly on, on this tweet. So, I mean, you got to think about, while he's still pursuing innocent to a jury says he's guilty, you're attaining a jury pool by tweeting out yeah. photos, and, and this is what people, and you didn't say the exclusive I'm about to tell you right now. This is exclusive, and no one's recorded. I there, there, are, there are two tapes. Mm -hmm. One, the, the original tapes that everyone, not everyone saw, but they came out early in 2002. That tape people saw. But there's another tape on the same girl that is different than the original tape. So they didn't charge her for what would happen on the second tape because they didn't know the second tape existed. So some people may say this is a case of double jeopardy. Not necessarily. The second case actually is, um, sorry, so other things occurred in that case, 
So they don't, they didn't charge him with those crimes they charged him with on, on the, 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 the new case. So they charged him in the last case. So it's not double jeopardy. But it's the same girl. And my sources are telling me that she's still not cooperating. So they're trying to put a package together that might not necessarily fit depending upon how his defense attacks everything. Now, let me say, let me ask you something, right? Um, a lot of people don't know this, though, right? Even if she doesn't cooperate, the the state can take over and use that tape as, as evidence, right? And let me ask you this as well, right? You can answer that, but answer this as well. Is um, because it's being alleged that in this video that he is... Uh, saying lewd stuff to her, and he's mentioning about a 14-year-old vagina, and she's mentioning that, you know, this is a good 14-year-old vagina, or something like that. Like, they're both stating what her age is in this tape. Is that correct? That, that, that's correct. But I haven't seen the tape, but I know it was proffered by the uh, state attorney. And also, uh, in, in, one, in one charge, uh, it was alleged that uh, he he called this young lady over to give him a hand massage, oh, yeah, I, and when she got over to give him a hand massage, uh, he did something different. He locked his pants and basically actually the other thing. And uh, according to the indictment, they have evidence that has to been corroborated by the DNA that it says that she saved the she saved the uh, the, the clothing, top clothing. So I think that they might they might be able to make a case just because of similar similar transactions. So the first one might not cooperate, but if the other girl cooperates, what is seen on that tape of the fourteen year old, then they might he might have a problem there. He's definitely gonna have a problem if they got that shirt with his DNA on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have someone who has commented on Facebook. Her name is Adanya, and she said that R. Kelly just pled not guilty. Do you have any confirmation of that? Yeah, so he just had a hearing about uh, 30 minutes ago, and uh, he was assigned a, 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 a state judge. The original judge on his bond hearing is not the one saying this case. He had to enter a plea today, and this is a very important note for those who are pregnant with family out of town. Every time there's a court hearing, he must appear. Unlike in some cases, if you can, you don't have to necessarily be there, but because of the nature of these charges, he has to appear every one. It's very apparent in the And his lawyer said that after the hearing, they plan on making a bond tonight, but there is another hearing as it relates to his child support. He owes about 100,000 in that child support. But he had to get you know, they have to get that uh, dealt with because there's a hole, there's a, uh, uh, a child support hole. So if he postponed on this, this, this new charges, he won't be the reason to do the uh, child support thing. So that's both months. Now, now let, let, let me ask you something else, right? And then this will be the last question because I know you're a very busy man and I don't want to hold you. Now, um, man, you know, I, I was speaking with someone yesterday, right? And, um, he was saying, man, R. Kelly is being strategic. I don't know why they give this nigga credit. He can't goddamn read, but okay. But they were saying that he doesn't want to make it seem like he got money because all the uh, accusers is going to start coming after his money, which they already doing. But 
an entertainer of that magnitude, why is it so hard for him to have $100,000 in cash? Yo, you got rappers that got that in, in jewelry. Like, some people, that's pocket change. $100,000? Well, well let's, let's think about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is expensive three hundred million dollars in his career. Our yeah. is $200 million in his career. But, you know, you, you understand our Kelly sell a lot of stuff, or sell a lot of lawsuits and spend a lot on, on different things that people, and, and you know, you've got people to by his managers, that's the only rights to a lot of his business. So, it's possible because if you if you send those fifty million dollars, say for example, it's not going to pay off his uh, child support and pay a full cash uh, uh, cash bond. Um, you know, the the, the bond is a million dollars. A cash bond would be a million dollars, but the judge only made a ten percent of that million. So it it it's you probably have to really see his financial issues. That's why he's not out of jail right now. Hey yo, did you hear? Um, well, the Daily News reported it that. Um, County uh, clerk is being inundated with phone calls from female fans saying, "How could they pay his bill?" No, that that is that is, that is true. There there are people there are, there are young ladies that have already started. A, you can search a, 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 a GoFund GoFundMe for R. Kelly to help you uh, pay bond. Now his lawyers are dealing with that issue, but there are reports that. They're trying to raise money, help raise money to get out of jail. And a hundred thousand dollars is not a lot of money if you look at who this person is. But he has the money. He's really saying he has the money. He just can't get to it right now. You got that. <laughs> Especially if all these allegations are true of him housing all of these women and traveling and, you know, imagining just how much all that would cost him paying off people. He got to have a hundred thousand. Hey, yo, let me, let me um, ask you something. Um, Damn, I'm, I lost my train of thought. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, the other attorney. They were saying that Michael wasn't the attorney of the new, the, the victim in the videotape, that it was actually Albright who was the attorney for that person. Do you have any information on that? Well, the, the, the problem, I don't know if you saw the whole press conference. We're going to be releasing the full press conference later today. And then you're going to see that in the but what, what happened was, when uh, Gloria Oldman heard that there was an, uh, another victim on the she said that that might be her client, but Alvinati said that how could she make something like that just get a date? So, and I agree, how can you make that type of overture and you haven't seen a few of the case? Who's on the case? It might be somebody you, you know. So no one knows this. And I'll tell you, there are a lot of grants standing with all the attorneys, and if you look at what uh, Alter says she can't prove, she can't substantiate that those, those claims. Nor could Avenatti say that all these people that work for R. Kelly are going to be prosecuted. He mentioned lawyers, he mentioned lawyers, he mentioned uh, different people. So at the end of the day, you have to prove everything that you say. He's not, this is a very important point. He's not the prosecutor. He's an attorney representing one one person or maybe two, he's only got six clients, but he's not the prosecutor. So the prosecutor presents their proper, and from that proper, they build the case based on that. Avenatti is, 
I mean, he, he represents uh, Clary, the, the, the Clary family. Uh, and you see my video, as you know, they need to acknowledge them all the old father in the courtroom. They need to acknowledge them. It was just weird to look at that. They, they were in the same room, and if you've been in the courtroom, you know they have a long bitch. They were on the same bench, and Joyce Lane and Ariel, as you know, got up and sat right behind R. Kelly and the family and friends that were supporting R. Kelly. And never even acknowledged uh, that the mother or father was even in the courtroom. It's, it's real crazy. This is a very bizarre case. And it's going to get even more bizarre as, you know, as the case proceeds. All right, last question, Dennis, right? This lady, um, Gloria, right? There is a picture of her holding up Oh, oh my God! Yeah, and two young ladies, and uh, the headline is reading that uh, R. Kelly with underage girls. Like, yo, is no, it, I, 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 I think now, now dude, listen. I heard that she's saying that this was at a concert with LL and R. Kelly, but this is proof that the girls was at the concert. You know. This came from somebody on the internet, you know, that's always trying to defend the white hands as white handlers. But my question to you is, yeah, if I was LL, like, I would be thinking about suing, defamation. Like, you got to come out and give a, a public Absolutely. apology. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, it was very irresponsible for her to hold that picture up. It had no positive value in, in her story to show these two girls with someone else that has nothing to do with this case. If I was LL, I would be outraged, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see her for a picture out on display. And here's another problem Whoever owns that photo should sue as well, because that owner, that photographer who shot that picture should be outraged that these people was used in a, a defamatory way in telling the story, and it was on full display all over the world. All right, I know I said that was my last question, right? All right, speaking about lawsuits, what do you think about 50 Cent? He's planning to sue NYPD and the whole fiasco with uh, the cop that told uh, other officers, and this was a commanding uh, uh, officer, told uh, other officers at roll call to shoot 50 Cent on site. What do you think about that situation? And does he have legal ground to sue their asses? Absolutely, yeah, he's around. But he also has a lot of promotion with Gonzalez. I want to say his name last name is Gonzalez. Check that out, man. But he has ground for at least. The lawsuit, you got to measure damages. And I believe whether the damages for him, the cop saying it was a joke, he was saying the roll call was a joke. And you got to measure what the damages are for him saying that. He might not be going the lawsuit, but he's definitely, the cop is definitely, you might have a problem with losing his job, no, or at least be a But it's NYPD, so you know they don't really punish their cops too badly. I'll tell you what the damage is. He, he, he's been contemplating. I don't know if he was joking. He said he's going to close down all his businesses in New York. You know? He could say that. Well, that's, those, 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 those are damages. Those are yeah, damages. affected his business, you know? He doesn't want to conduct business in New York. He has to do it 
in L.A., um, the emotional trauma, you know, knowing that you literally got a hit on your head by uh, the biggest gang in New York City, which is the NYPD. Yeah. So, yo, Dennis, man, it, it, it was a pleasure uh, speaking to you, man. Thanks for uh, calling in. And um, anybody want to get in contact with you, read some of your articles, check out your uh, exclusive footage. Um, actually, people was wondering how did I get R. Kelly's mug shot before anybody else. My Absolutely. Dennis, my man did that to me. But um, where, where, where can they catch you at, man? Well, you can find me on uh, on my Instagram at, uh, uh, at Mr. Dennis, Mr. Dennis Byron. I also want you to go go to the blast right now. We just put a breaking story up. Go to the blast.com right now. There's a breaking news story that we just put up 10 minutes ago. What is the story? And that man? is, the story is, the savages are in fear of their life and traveling to Chicago to, to, uh, to meet with their daughter. Wasn't they in court? The savages were not in court. Oh, they were in Atlanta. But they were they in fear of the right to travel to Chicago because they feared that R. Kelly's uh, associates may try to harm them. So that's why they weren't in court. And it must be the point that they would be in the courtroom. They know their daughter's going to be in the courtroom. They would be in the courtroom to at least meet with the daughters, but they, they didn't even show up at the Mount R. Kelly's hearings, which suggests that they are in fear of their life. Me, personally, I would have showed up. That's just my opinion. I would have showed up. Yo, listen, I would have showed up and showed out. Me and R. Kelly both would have been in jail, because I'm telling you, I had a savage. Uh, listen, they, they put a new, a, a, a new meaning to savage. Because huh? I would have been a savage. I would have been a savage yeah, in that courtroom. In front of the court, in front of everybody. It's going down. You know what I mean? Yo, this is my daughter. Yo, you coming with me? Come on. Security, anybody step up. Yo, it's going to be so much smoke in that, in that courtroom. The fire alarm. Well, you saw the video. Right here, you saw the video. You saw how the security these goons were trying to intimidate me. First of all, well, honestly, yo, yeah. Dennis, Dennis, don't ever call them goons. They are not goons, man. Those are do boys. I. A goon will not enable a, a child molester or someone to even act in that manner or have underage girls around him. Like, I, I, those ain't those dudes ain't goons and they ain't from the street. I thought a goon didn't do what they're told, so why would they? Nah, nah, goons don't do what they told. That, no. that, that's not, nah, that's not the What is it then? Um, yeah, you're gonna have to educate me on that. Yeah, what, what would you call Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want. I would say they're they're do boys. They're do boys. They do boys. They're about five or six out there. Yo, they ain't even muscles, man. They ain't even muscles. No, they weren't muscles. So I would. Muscles. I would. I would have been able to take them out easily. With the muscles, nah, I can't. Yeah, I can say it. Yo, let me say you something. With a muscle, a nine millimeter rip all that up. You know what I mean? For real. Now we. we yeah, but you know, for the life of their child. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's a touchy subject because, yeah, they they in court. They're holding hands. They're R. Kelly, R. Kelly's in jail right now. So if they wanted to leave, this would be their chance to leave, and they're not leaving. Yo, well, that's because absolutely, really absolutely. and that and that's that's that. that's what the argument is. If they were being held uh, against their will, they would have left. But we just he's the problem here. We talked about. We showed the video. 
you still have a uh, controlling the growth even in that setting, so that might be a problem for them. So well, if they're not free to talk, they will be ushered to their car. Controlling them, they was just controlling that the media don't get to them. And you know, I mean, no, they're the controlled mentally. They're mentally under his control. No, no, you're talking Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to figure out how old these girls are. They've never done nothing like this before in their life. And you have these elder associates just basically telling them what to do. What to do and what to say. It's just crazy. Hey, yo, they don't want to say anything. Yo, did any of them try to get tough with you? I mean, one tried to mean like me, but you know that you know that bomb. That stuff don't bother me. You know, just don't don't touch me. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard you saying, "Yo, yo, yo, watch that car. Yo, watch that umbrella. Yo, watch that umbrella." I'm like, "Ah, oh, yo, absolutely." That smoke out there, Chi Town. Absolutely. For all of the information reporting on the Oscars and also what's going on in Chicago, that's the Andy uh, broke some news uh, here. So, uh, thank you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, if I, you know, I, I want to congratulate you on your radio show. You're doing good. And, uh, uh, and, and, and you know, if I have an exclusive that I can give to you, and if it's a course, man, you won't get it. <laughs> hey, yo, you know, I really, you know, I really don't cover, like, entertainment news like that. Like, I used to. Like, I used to be in the trenches, really, really out there. But, um... This is more than entertainment, man. You know what I mean? This is something that um, needed to happen. R. Kelly beat his ass in jail. You know? Well, well, I mean, I want you to let people know what one of the biggest grateful stories that you came with me on and this involved a normal producer. Oh, yeah, with the, um, what was his name? Red? Oh, Shorty Red. Shorty Red. Yeah, yeah. He was on the news with that and everything. That was, that was a big, big story. Yeah, we went Absolutely, out there to the courtroom. I used to run and chase down stories, man. That was my thing, man. Um, and um, I ain't gonna lie, man. I miss I miss some of those days, man. You you gotta hit me up one day, man. Uh, I, let me tell you, I need you in Chicago with me. I tell you, it's gonna be too rough out there. Yeah, man. Call <laughs> me, man. I know what that bag looks like too. That bag. Looks like. that we ain't talking about that right now. That's another story for another day. Another story for another day. But so we about to get up off of here, man. Um, yo, thank you, Dennis, man. Appreciate you. Um, everybody else. Um, in my last closing words, man, I wanna uh just let you know that we're gonna be doing these broadcasts more often on Facebook Live. But we already have seventy nine broadcasters, five broadcasters on uh YouTube. So make sure you go to YouTube and check that out. And also, we have um, our broadcast on iTunes. We also have our broadcast on Google Play and Spotify. So you can catch us on various platforms. Um, I appreciate you coming through, Marcia. Um, make sure y'all go out and you support the sister. Make sure you get that book. You can email me forever, uh, the number forever.marcylee, L-I, at gmail.com. So that's forever.marcylee at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Facebook, on Marcy Lee, and Instagram, Marcy Lee. Wow. 
You know where you can get me at, man. You can get me at at Raheem Shabazz on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Catch me on uh, Twitter as well. Um, as y'all know, I just got back off of my third 30-day suspension. So a lot of times, if you don't see me on Facebook, definitely got to check me out, man, on, on, on the podcast, Necessary Black Mares. And Marcia, you got some other things going on? You want to talk about it? Are you at Liberty? Oh, yeah, coming up soon. I have a um, radio show that's uh, going to be on Black Talk Radio. Um, it's going to be, the show is entitled Let's Be Honest with Marcy Lee. Uh, if people out there have been following me uh, from Civil Rights and Civil Wrongs, it's pretty much um, similar format except for expanded. Civil Rights and Civil Wrongs was more about um, politics and race. Um, and this show is going to cover pretty much everything but giving my honest, unfiltered um, commentary about different issues that black people face. Um, so that's going to be on Black Talk Radio. You can download the TuneIn app. It's free. And um, that's going to be on Fridays um, starting in March. So. Okay. So um, people want to know. got this other show going on. You know, a lot of things is happening. What's going to happen with you and uh, Necessary Blackness <laughs> Podcast? Hey, I'm going to be here, right? We, we made an agreement. Okay. I'm going to be here. All Don't right. worry about that. We've gotten a lot of positive. Of, right? heard of. We have gotten a, a lot of positive feedback about the podcast since I've been here. And, of course, you know, we, you have your regulars that listen in. But thank you so much for the positive feedback and um, the listenership. I appreciate it. So I'm not going anywhere. I hope you uh, enjoy what we've been doing here. It's been a pleasure. And I'll see you here next time for episode 81, right? Yep, episode okay. 81. This is uh, Necessary Blackness Podcast 80. And actually, we was just going to come on here and just talk for a for quick a moment, while. but it and went on and on. We was going to actually stop and then do the podcast, but you know, this is this you is know, the podcast, y'all. This is where it happened. <laughs> this is where it went. So, yo, we up out of here, man. Peace and Black Power family. Make sure, man, like I said, that um, y'all support the sister, support the book, especially if you got kids. Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Find the ring. To support our podcast, you can donate. You know, um, go to elementarygenocide.com. We got a donation button on there. Um, if you're not at liberty to donate, Want to buy a shirt? You can get the Necessary Blackness Podcast T-shirt that also help us, you know, keep things uh, going. We have two mics here, right? But there's gonna come a time where both of us is gonna be interviewing another person. So we may be interviewing two people. So we need two more microphones. We just got the headphones. So a lot of this, you know, this is out of pocket. We want to keep it going. And we need the community support. I don't like to ask for money. So I would rather you support us by um, purchasing a T-shirt. Shout out to my man, Arthur Brown. I see Vic Buford in the building. That's my nephew. Um, yes, so we got a couple of people in here. But, yo, listen, y'all just joined, man. Y'all late to the party. We've been on here for a minute, giving all the smoke. Um, you can go back. And watch it. We did an hour and 46 minutes. My name is Raheem Shabazz. This is Necessary Blackness Podcast. And I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.
Bobby. Nope. Check you out next week. Marcy Lee here on Necessary Blackness Podcast. And check me out on Amazon.com for my book, Fun in the Rain. All right. We out of here. Peace. What's happening? Why are they going on?